I am so glad that we are spending this time studying the names and the attributes of God through the Encounter God Bible study. And I am just eager to jump into the word again today as we look at the, this particular attribute of God, that he is our strength and our shield. And so we are in week 17 of the Encounter God Bible study. I'm so glad to have you join me with it. I'm in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic still as I record this. We are somewhere around day 43, 44 at the stay-at-home orders. I don't know where this finds you, but I hope and pray that as you're listening to this, that you are experiencing God's strength and his protection over you. So as we do each week in our study, we are looking into the scriptures beyond just the key verse. We're looking into the context of what this has to say about God. We are trying to draw into a complete uh, and sound biblical worldview so that we could see our lives through the lens of God's word. One of the things I teach in the coach training class is the importance of understanding uh, God's identity and our biblical identity. Too often, how we see ourselves and how we see God is warped through our experiences and our upbringing. And as I'm sure you've heard me talk about before, I did not grow up in a Bible-believing home. I grew up in a home that was marred by emotional and physical abuse that went back many generations. And when I came to know the Lord in college, really, He was my way out. I, I was looking for my sure ticket to heaven because I believed that life on earth was not going to get any better. What I have found out in the 25 years since, which is just crazy to me, is that God is about more than just the promise of eternity. Yes, I'm excited for that day that I will experience life face to face with Jesus, that there will be no more tear and no more pain and no more loss and no more suffering. But what I'm so grateful for that I've really discovered just in the last five years, maybe even the last three years, is that God is about the God of today. He is our hope for today. He is our peace. He is our our source of love and just he's he's everything, right? And it, it's so hard to get our brains around that reality when everything around us feels other than that, right? Broken relationships, um, uh, physical pain, uh, financial loss, hardships of every kind. I mean, and if you just look at the circumstances of the day, it is really understandable to wonder where is God in the middle of all this? And, and how could life be so dang hard when we're trying so hard to do all the right things? And I just want to say this, like God isn't asking us just to do the right things. He's not asking us just to obey him. He's asking us to love him and love him with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, and to engage in a, a truly intimate relationship with him that is built on trust and love and sacrifice. And it's hard to do that if we don't really know who God is. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm not eager to trust somebody I do not know. I've been hurt enough times that trust does not come easily to me. And so the more I study the names of God and his attributes, the easier it is for me to believe he is who he says he is. Maybe I'm becoming more like my mother-in-law who has taught me my entire marriage that God is sovereign. Trust him, Lisa. Trust him. God is sovereign, she tells me. And I am learning that not just because she has told me, but because I am seeing it. So 
grab your Bibles and turn with me to Psalm 28. I love it that I'd recently been in this passage through my study of scripture and the Bible that I'm using, it's the She Read Truth Bible and uh, it's CSB translation, but there's enough room on the margins that I'm able to leave notes. So I already had notes when I got to this place in scripture and it just felt like a familiar friend when I got into this word. So it starts with saying that this is a, a Psalm of David. And he says, Lord, I call to you, my rock, do not be deaf to me. And again, we encountered this word that we've already studied of God, that he is our rock. David continues to say, if you remain silent to me, I will be like those going down to the pit. Listen to the sound of my pleading when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands towards your holy sanctuary. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with the evildoers, who speak in friendly ways with their neighbors while there's malice in their hearts. Repay them according to what they have done, according to the evil of their deeds. Repay them according to the work of their hands. Give them back what they deserve, because they do not consider what the Lord has done or the work of his hands. He will tear them down and not rebuild them. And so we have these first five verses that just illustrate for us that we can be honest with God. We can say to him exactly what we feel, and he is not going to shut us down for that. We can cry out to him for justice. We can cry out to him for mercy. We can cry out to him and say, rock, hear me. And then as the psalmist always does, David in this situation, verse six, blessed be the Lord for he has heard the sound of my pleading. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart celebrates and I will give thanks to him with my song. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is a stronghold of, us, of salvation for his anointed. Save your people, bless your possession, shepherd them and carry them forever. You know, the trust in this, my heart trusts in him. Uh, the, the Hebrew word is batak. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly but it means to have confidence in. That helps me when I think of the word trust. It means, am I growing in confidence that God is who he says he is and will do what he promises us to do? Can I lean into that confidently, that, that, into that confident trust in God? As I also look at this passage, this is what I had written down just a few weeks ago. Uh, bless the Lord. Do we bless the Lord? What does that look like? How do I, I give a blessing to my kids, usually in the form of my, of my time or my resources, some sort of gift. Can I give them a blessing in my words and my desires for them in the way I speak to them? Am I blessing them with life or am I cursing them with my words, right? So how do we go about blessing the Lord? How do we turn our lips to praise and say, I bless you, God. I bless you for being God of the universe, the sovereign one. And then what else does it say here? He has, he hears us, he strengthens us, and he protects us. He helps us. And this is a byproduct of us trusting in him. Let me read it again. For he has heard the sound of my pleading. The Lord is my strength and my shield. That's our key verse. My heart trusts in him. And as I find trust in him, as I find my confidence in him, I am helped. Therefore, my heart celebrates, you know, the heart is the seat of our life, right? It is our, our passions, our longings, our desires. It's, it's our being. 
Therefore, my whole being celebrates with him and I give thanks to him with song. So how can we go about giving thanks and celebrating God? Not just for the tangible, the gifts of his provisions, you know, our food, our shelter, our clothing, but for who he is. How can we bless God for who he is? I love it. The Moms in Prayer, if you've ever participated in that, has a very specific format for gathering prayer. It's awesome because you can get in and out in one hour and you stay really focused. But one of the things that you do is you praise God for his attribute. And before you ask him for anything, you you praise him and you give thanks to him for who he is. Then you go into confession, then you go into thanksgiving, and then you go into making your request. And I, as we think about these two attributes of God, the idea of him being our strength and our shield, does the visual of war come to mind? Do you do you see God's strength and his his ability to protect you? And the shield that also comes up that that is also a, a sign of protection. He is the one that engulfs you and enwraps you and protects you from those fiery darts of the enemy, right? And he is the one under whom you can take that deep breath and, and rest under, that he is for you, not against you. I think that is something that will be my takeaway from this particular passage. I can confidently trust that he is my strength, that he is my shield, that he will protect me and provide for me. I hope that is something that you will take away as well. I hope that this encourages you no matter where you find yourself while you're watching this or listening on the More To Be podcast. As always, we are passionate at More To Be about helping you have a fresh encounter with God and his word and seeing you align your life with his best according to what his word says is best. And we're here to support you through our resources like this Encounter God Bible Study as well as our coaching services that we have available through more to be and our coach training plus our mentor training. So be sure to swing by more for additional resources to help you align your life with God's best.